welcome to the John Houston Podcast. I'm your co-host, Ani Brooks, along with host John Houston. John is a CEO, entrepreneur, husband, and father, but most importantly, he's a Christ follower. And his mission in life is to reach people for Christ and give to the kingdom. One of the ways he does that is by helping listeners like you feel encouraged and inspired to integrate your faith into every aspect of who you are, including in the work in the marketplace. Uh, we are so excited, John, about our guest that we have on the show today. We have uh, the one and only Mark Cole, who is the CEO of John Maxwell Leadership uh, and the Enterprise and the Foundation, which we're going to be talking about both the, the corporate side of things and the foundation side of things. So, um, John, I know you want to help introduce your friend, too, because he is not just a business partner, but a friend. Yes, he is. Man, Mark, I was thinking about it. I we've known each other for a long time now. And, uh, man, um, you guys have helped us a lot. You guys have, have done a lot of leadership teaching, which we'll, we'll actually get into a little bit later. Uh, but we've also done a lot of foundation type work with you guys too. And man, just literally, we, we were actually on a trip uh, just what, two weeks ago together. And, uh, yeah. and one of the things I left with on that was, man, I'm like, man, Mark has grown so much um, as a leader um, and as a man. And so, man, honestly, we're just humbled that you would take the time to, to do this with you. Uh, or do this with us and uh and man let's just see let's see where it goes man so i'm very conversational so we'll just kind of roll yeah. with it but thank you mark for for being here man you, you guys are making a huge impact to the world um and we're excited about sharing that story you know thank you ani you you do such a great job with john houston and what all that goes on in the Houston family of influence because you. you do. And so I'm honored to be here, John Houston. I, I thought this morning, I looked at my schedule as I try to do every morning early on about 4.30. I get up and try to try to get the big man upstairs on my side, or actually I try to get on his side. He's already there. I try to get there. And so I woke up this morning and I, and I looked at this time that you and I were going to get to spend together, John, and I got really excited. And I got to be honest with you, it wasn't the fact that we're doing a podcast together. I've done over 200, 250 podcasts in some form or fashion. It wasn't the fact that I was going to talk to a friend. We just did a really cool experience, made some memories a couple of weeks together. What it was, John, that really woke me up excited was I'm getting ready to talk to somebody that no matter what he does, no matter what his team does, it is consistently about bringing out the best in others and demonstrating that there's a better way to live than just being a business person, just being a family man, just being a podcaster, which you're doing a phenomenal job. John, everything you do is with a single purpose. And, and Ani, how you just described John Houston, for all of you that have not had the chance to meet John Houston yet in person, Everything Ani says, he's already accomplished. So, John, what are you going to do next? Because you're already living out your purpose. Hey, you know what? What you what you guys have taught me is I, well, I got to keep... just jump in there. Yeah, John, I would like to know the answer to this question too. What are you going to do next? Because yeah, here's what here's what I'm going to do. Probably going to affect me in some way. Yeah, here's what here's what I'm going to do is what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep growing. I'm going to keep learning. I got to yeah. keep developing um, because here's what I know my team's going to pass me big time if I don't um, because they're right on my tail all the time. So I got to keep growing, keep developing, keep, 
keep re- for us, you know, in our calling is to reach people for Christ and give the kingdom and everything that we do. So for me, that's what I want to, I want to learn new ways to do that. How do we do it more effectively, which is some of the things we do with you guys, um, even on your transformation side, you know, um, um, and Ani, I think you're going to, you're going to jump into that. Uh, and so that's, that's really what my, my purpose is. We, we will end up launching another book next April, um, that really will talk about how do we actually do this in our business? How do we do this through the gifts, uh, that we have? So we're excited about that as well. Yes, we are. Yeah. Well, thank you for your kind words, Mark. Uh, We're just so excited to have you on here. Before we jump into our topic for today, though, just give us an update. Things are always changing in uh, in the John Maxwell world as well. And, um, you know, you've been the CEO there for how long now? It's been over 12 years. It is. Wow. It is. 12 years. Yeah, that's a long time. Well, what's what's going on? What are some exciting new projects you guys have underway? Well, and let me let me just because John, you're you're allowing me into your world, and so perhaps there's some people that the name John Maxwell may have a little bit of familiarity. Maybe some of you've never heard John. He's written over 86 leadership books. He is passionate about bringing valuing people into every stream of influence in the world. He's been invited by some 25 presidents, prime ministers, heads of countries to come in and help them do transformational work in their country. Trained over six million leaders in every country of the world through his nonprofit Equip. But what John really does is he likes to hang out with world changers. And so before I go any further, for those of you that know John, don't know John, let me just say this, John's envious right now. Because when I told him John Houston, I told John Maxwell yesterday, we were talking, he was coming back from New York with his wife. He said, hey, what you doing tomorrow morning? I got a couple things for you. And I said, I'm on the phone with John Houston on his podcast. And he went, I'm jealous. And I said, well, don't be too jealous because John Houston has invited you too. So we'll get John Maxwell on here at some point as well. But back to your question, Ani. Um, I talked a little bit just then in describing John Maxwell and what we have been doing. But what we believe at the core of who we are is we've not seen anything yet. That our future is bigger, better, and brighter. We have a strong passion. It comes from a foundation of faith that we all have around here. And John Houston's very open, as you are, Ani, about our foundation of faith. We can't get away from that. But we we have a strong belief because of our foundation of faith that we're to be salt and light. This podcast, my coming on this podcast, I knew this podcast opportunity, John, that you and Ani gave me would let me be a little salt and light. Salt makes things better. Light makes things brighter. And so our goal when we say bigger, better, brighter is to always be growing, increasing our influence both deep and wide. Our passion is to become better. We believe the world needs a better model of leadership than what we're seeing in politics, in business, even in the faith community. We're just not seeing many great models of leadership. So that's better. And then brighter. We believe transformation of oneself at the soul level, at the heart level, at the action level, that then bleeds over into transforming those around us, changing their world, transforming their world, is really the ultimate outcome that we're chasing. And so, Ani, we are putting things in place. Uh, John Maxwell, at 75, believes that the future of his God-given influence should be bigger, better, brighter. And so, 
We are staring straight up into the stars in our rocket ship, expecting to be bigger, better, brighter over the next two years, three years, decade. We're, we're excited. Yes. I, you guys do not lack for excitement over <laughs> in your neck of the woods, that's for sure. Uh, well, you've already kind of started the, the topic for us, Mark. We wanted to talk today about what it looks like uh, as leaders and, and Christian leaders in our communities to do more than just yep. give back to our community. I, I think that I, most people that I meet in life have some general sense of responsibility that they want to give back. Uh, they want to use their talents. They want to use whatever God has blessed them with to be able to give back to the community. But uh, Mark, you know, one thing that you and the John Maxwell team have done so well is this idea of, of doing more than just simply giving back, but actually transforming communities. And that word transformation is uh, is a lot heavier. It's a lot yeah. weightier than, than simply giving it, you know, to transform means you actually see change come about yeah. from, from what you're doing. Um, so talk to us a little bit just about this journey that, that you guys have been on and uh, when it comes to transforming communities. Well, th there's a great quote by Gandhi that says, be the change you wish to see in the world. And I so, and so we, we, Ani, we, we really are to be changed to bring change. We, we, the, so many people want things changed, but they're not willing to change themselves. And so we believe that true transformation starts within someone on the inside before yeah, it can really, out. yeah, before it can be believed on the outside, it's got to come from within. John, you know a lot of builders, a lot of business leaders, a lot of even probably some contractors that you've worked with in your business that they talk a big game, but they don't show the same game. They're, they're all talk, no show. And I, I think that we, we want to exercise. John teaches the law of magnetism. We, we are who we attract. And many people say, I want transformation. They look around, they don't see any transformation, and they don't look within to see there's nothing being transformed on the inside. So as leaders, and, and John, I've watched how you, you have worked hard with your culture at John Houston Homes, at John Houston Family of Businesses. You've worked hard on the inside of your company before you became a force in the community of Waxahachie and beyond. You, you, you are committed to transformation inside John Houston, inside Houston Homes, yeah. before you became a force in your community. And so many people miss that, Ani. They think, well, well let's be a part of transformation because it sounds big. Mass movements don't start with a mass. That's right. They start with an individual that's committed on the inside to be bigger, better, brighter, to be, as John says, bigger on the inside than the outside. Yeah. You know, what, yeah. what I'm also reminded of, Mark, is that it's not, it's not one event that you go to. It's every day. You know, and you continue yeah. to grow and change and transform, and that influence ends up overflowing, and that's what actually gives you the platform. A lot of times, we, when I was younger, I used to look for the platform that I could get on to share the message I wanted to share, and then all of a sudden, I had a mentor that said, dude, you got to quit doing that. Just yeah. grow, develop, and the influence will happen um, because it'll be the right healthy influence, and so... Um, and so that's what we still tell our staff. I mean, one of my favorite stories that happened with transformation as we've worked with you guys is we had a, an AP clerk 
So uh, structurally, and I'm not everybody's created equal here, and we value all of them. But structurally, you would consider that probably one of the lowest positions on the org chart. Well, what happened to her was as we begin to do these transformative tables that you guys that you guys offer, it began to change her from the inside out. So then she actually began to lead even from the lowest structural position. And now she's actually a, a much higher level leader, even in position, because as she was changing and developing inside that leadership, that that value that she saw in herself begin to change. And I, I just think that's been huge. Well, what's crazy is that overflowed into her house and it started challenging her husband, started challenging her kids. And now, man, you look back a few years later and it's, it's transformed their whole lives. And so, and that's, that's yeah. just one example of, you know, thousands and thousands that we've seen. Uh, but it's, it's yeah. because of a lot of the work that you guys have been doing that honestly, we didn't even, we didn't come up with the idea. In other words, is what I'm saying. We just took the tools yeah. you guys had given us, said, Hey, we're going to partner with you on this. And we started doing it and we're seeing huge impact. But let, let me say this, Ani, before you, you, you take us to the next direction, but let, let me say this too. John, I, I know your story, and I'm sure by now our pod, your podcast listeners on the John Houston podcast has heard much of your story. You didn't see yourself owning uh, uh, an empire. You didn't see yourself being able to give away millions of dollars a year. You didn't see all that. You just saw that I need to be bigger on the inside. I know your story. I, somebody asked me in an, in an interview I did earlier today, they said, hey, um, what's a little known fact of you, Mark? And I went, here's a little known fact. When I started John Maxwell's organization 20 to, 23 years ago now, I started out as an entry-level telesales representative. That was my job. I was proud of that job. You know why? Because six months prior to joining John Maxwell's team, I had swore off ever wanting to be a leader again. I felt like I didn't qualify. I felt like that I had no business being a leader. I had failed miserably with my life, with my finances, with every part of my life I had failed. And I swore off and said, I'll never be a positional leader again and lead people. And I joined never a John say Maxwell. Never say never. Hey, that's exactly right, Ani. I I said I'll never be a leader, and I took a job in a leadership company. Yep. Something was wrong right there. But, but here's what you're happened. running it. That's right. But here's what happened, Ani. Here's what happened, John. Same thing that happened to you, John Houston. Same thing, Ani. I know a little of your story. You get in an environment of transformation, and you focus on internal transformation first, and transformation begins to work from the inside out. And the things you said you will never do become some of the things you're best at doing. You know why? Because transformation is about realizing it's all about others, not about ourselves. If I would have kind of led 22 years ago, I thought leadership was all about me. It's not about me. John Houston, Houston Holmes is not about you. You know this. It's about you being a steward of this podcast of the home. Well, I'm just a steward of a leadership position because I focused or because I was allowed to transform from the inside out. And that is the big change that we're talking about. Yeah. And you know what's really cool That's about so that true. too, Mark, is what's really cool about it, the more you begin to understand that, the more pressure it takes off of you. Because right. you're like, man, all I am is simply a steward. Like, 
I don't have to go make it all happen because I'm here. Like I just told our executive team this yesterday, man, I'm here to serve you. What can I do to help you and help you grow and help you develop? Because I know if I do that, they're going to rise. They're going to continue to rise up. And that's what motivates me and excites me. And so I don't ever have to worry about where I'm going. I just have to, to for for me, I've got to continue to seek God. And and that's my primary job. Um, uh, because that's what they ask me to do. They say, we've got, you've got to continue to keep your eyes on the Lord because if you get your eyes off the Lord, we don't know where this ship is going. Um, and so, and so for me, man, that it just makes it so much easier, but that again, Mark, like you're saying, that's got to start inside of me. I've got to allow the Lord to transform my heart. I've also got to allow wise counsel and the things that I learn. How do those transform the way I think? The values, for example, that so many of you guys that you guys teach. How do those? How do I take those values and actually begin to live and think differently? So yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. That's so good. Well, and you know, both of you have been so open and vulnerable in your leadership, and I just want to thank both of you for for being that way. Um, you know, when, when you let people look into your own lives and see the transformation that's taken place in your own life, it, it gives encouragement and inspiration to people like me and others who, who work around you that, okay, I, you know, I realize I'm not perfect, but there there's hope for me too, uh, yep. to just continue to work and to grow. And John, I love that even in your first book that you wrote, uh, before you started talking about your businesses, which is what your second book is going to be more about, yep. you knew that it starts with the personal story, what was going on inside of you. And, uh, and you took that approach because just like you said, Mark, it, transformation starts within the individual. Right. And so, you know, one of the ways that you've done this, Mark, is uh, and, and the whole leadership uh, ha- ha- foundation has done this is through values-based training and, um, and something that we called, um, you know, beyond success, uh, Roundtables, I believe, is what is yeah, what the, yeah. the John Maxwell leadership team calls it. Yes. So um, I still remember a few years back, John coming to the the leadership group uh, at John Houston and talking about this curriculum, talking about this value stuff, and excited, wanted to implement it in our own company, which we did. Um, and so, John, I, I want you to share a few stories of that. But first, Mark, um, can you just tell us what? What is this values-based curriculum? Where what where does it come from, and what what's the whole idea behind it? Well, I mentioned thank you, Ani, and and yeah, you guys have done it. You're you're the poster child of of this because you already had a great environment, and you allowed this to take the environment and the culture up, and increase the perceived value and the communicated value of your team. So you're you're the you're a poster child for us. But this all started, I mentioned when I was introducing John Maxwell to those of you that may not have ever heard of him. Um, we had a nonprofit that we started in 1996 called Equip. It's still in existence today, and it is all about introducing people to a better way of spiritual living. And that's kind of Equip. We did that for years, guys. We did that for over 17 years. We did that by training people. We sent associate trainers, businessmen and women, and ministry leader men, um, men and women. We partnered them in twos and sent them all over the world and tra- literally trained over three-year period in every location. We trained Christian leaders to be more effective in their community. I'll never forget sitting in Guatemala when John realized 
I've trained all these leaders, so what? Because a trained leader that is not mobilized is nothing more than a trained leader. They're just a trained yeah, leader. Good. And so John went, we've got to change from training leaders to transforming leaders. Now, if we have time, I'll talk about that transition from training leaders to transformational leaders. But let me tell you what that means for us. Number one, we don't stand in front of an audience of 25 or 2,500 or 25,000, and I've stood in front of audiences of all those sizes, and tell them what to do. We sit around tables with five to eight people around the table and show them what to do and then hold them accountable the next week when we meet on what they did with what they learned. Here's why. A trained leader will go out and feel better. A transformational leader will go out and do better. And we want to be leaders that are doing, not leaders that are learning or feeling good. And so our model that you guys did at John Houston Homes is we bring values-based content. And now many of you are people of faith. You'll love the values because you'll understand where they came from. Others of you that don't get this faith thing yet, that's okay. We love you too. These values are values that work in any environment and you don't have to have faith or a foundation of faith to understand these values. They are just common good for common people. And so we, we've created these values-based roundtables to where you sit in these tables, you learn a value, you make a commitment on what you're going to do with that value, and the next week you come back and you're accountable to what you said you were going to do with the values. And we're seeing transformation happen. Yes. Yeah, yeah John, anything you want to share about the just when our company incorporated these same values in roundtable conversations? Yeah, you know... Uh, First of all, the values for us, a lot of them, a lot of them are actually part of our core, core competencies yeah. anyway, uh, for our leaders. Mm-hmm. So literally it's helping them become better leaders. And as they yeah. do that, they begin to influence other people. When you're influencing and serving other people and you're adding value to their life, man, we see a big shift in our leaders because now all of a yeah. sudden they see whether they work for our home building company, our mortgage company, our title company, wherever they work, they realize, hey, this is bigger than just building a house or just doing a loan. They're actually realizing they're impacting somebody's life uh, potentially for eternity. Uh, But they're also changing them as leaders regardless of what their position is. And so the confidence level that that builds is really powerful. The other thing that I've found that's been really huge for our staff is the relational equity that they build together when they're actually doing these roundtables together. Because this was one of the most interesting things to me. I would say it's one of our leaders. I won't use his name because we have a lot of great leaders. But one of our leaders actually had scored themselves on one of these values and gave himself a four. What's four out of ten, right? So the a, scale, yeah, the scale, scale is from one to ten. Ten being I'm awesome. Four being eh, I got a long way to go. Well, he had actually scored himself a four. Literally within seconds after he got that out of his mouth, half the people at the table started going, "What are you talking about? You're way wow. further along than that." Um, and so they wow. were actually able to coach him and say, "No, here's ways you are already doing this." And he really just wasn't even realizing that he was doing it. So they 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 rated him closer to a seven. He said, well, "I'm going to stick with a four because that's where I think I'm at." 
and I've still got room <laughs> to grow. And so the camaraderie, though, that that built, the opportunity that built for them to speak life and hope and love and encouragement over this this one leader was just so powerful that then motivated him to actually want to even do this even more because he wow. started seeing the impact. And so for me, I love the leadership pieces that they're learning, but the transformation and the communication that it actually brings to the table actually allows these people to, to build deeper, uh, more healthy, well-rounded relationships too, which I think is huge. Yeah. Well, and I think too, probably one of the biggest takeaways that I, I saw in our company is just having a common language. Yep. Like you said, Mark, these are values that the common person values that they want to see this happen in their life, but we have different words to describe it. We have different uh, perspectives of, of how it looks and just having that, that curriculum that, that you guys put out, it gave us a common language that we could share. And it wasn't just within our, our company, you know, we're, we're talking today about transforming communities and John, um, you know, it, what, you know, I want to give credit where credit is due. There was a lot of work, a lot of momentum that was already happening in Ellis County in Texas, right. where we live, uh, that, you know, God was already doing something in, in that community to start to unify the community, bring um, people from all different aspects, education, business, churches, uh, government. We, we were all coming together already to start to transform our community. But when this entered the scene, uh, it gave the whole community a common language right. and, and something common to rally around to go, yeah, these are the values that we commonly share and we want to see really grow, not just in a individually, that's where it starts, but grow in our community as a whole. And it, uh, it was just a really great tool that, that we were able to use and, and, um, and see a lot of benefit come from. Yeah. And so, the reality uh, Mark, is, the reality is we're still yeah, seeing the benefit. There's a whole, there's a whole yes, committee are. for Ellis County now that was set up that this is what they do. And wow. I'm not even on that committee anymore. Praise God. Right. Still love what, what we're doing there and still love being a part of it. But that's the beauty of it is, man, some of these people have taken ownership of it and they may not have, you know, a company of 300 people or a thousand people, but they have influence um, because of the years of, of work and things that they've been doing in the community. Now they're using that influence to go impact people. And what's interesting to me is many of those leaders didn't feel like they had a voice at all. And now they have a voice outside of their four walls um, in the community and they're impacting so many more people than they ever thought that they would impact. And that's what's exciting to me too, is just the growth um, at every level of individuals is just so powerful to me. Well, and we talk about community transformation and at Maxwell Leadership Foundation, what we've realized is there are eight streams that influence any culture of any country, any community, any company. And and I could go through those and maybe we will as time permits, but let me let me say what you were saying, Anna. You said we gave you a common language. We teach at Maxwell Leadership, we teach that culture has three components: common language, common beliefs that drive common behavior. So you have a common language. This is what we mean by transformation. This is what we mean by values. This is what we mean by what our company stands for, the desired outcomes. That's all common language. Common beliefs is, is we believe this so that this will do good for the community at large. Here's a point. 
what I love about John Houston Holmes, John Houston Podcast, John Houston Everything is this. John Houston's not trying to be the best company in the world. He's trying to be the best company for the world. There's a big difference. I'm not trying to compete with the other builders or the other people. I'm just trying to compete with myself. Am I the best for the community that I serve? So when we come in as Maxwell Leadership Foundation and we work to transform a culture, we have to establish common, uh, common language. That's the values. We value one another. We're people of value that value others and add value to them. Number two, we establish common belief. With these values and this passion to value others, we will become a force of powerful positive change. That's a common belief. And because we have a common language and we have a common belief, now we have a common set of behaviors of what we expect one another to do with themselves, with each other, and with their passion to be a representative of our country, community, or company. So that's culture, Ani, is common beliefs, I mean, common language, common beliefs, common behavior. Now, coming back to what you guys were just saying is happening in Ellis County. We go into these countries, we go into the communities like Ellis County with partners like John Houston Homes, and we go in and we begin to mobilize all the leaders from the different streams of influence, education, government, business, sports, family, faith, we bring all of these yeah. people, these leaders together, we establish that common language, we set common beliefs, and then we expect common be uh, behaviors. And that begins to transform to where then pioneers like John Houston in Ellis County can say, now you guys take it and take it much further than me. I'm going to go on to the next thing that I'm doing. It's a leadership. We reproduce others that begins the transformation process. Yeah, that's so yeah. powerful. Yeah, so good. Yeah, I love the way that you put that, Mark. And, um, you know, just for our listeners, because I want them to feel like there's something they can take away yep. yeah. with, with this discussion and go, okay, if I want to see transformation happen in my community, you've already shared with us, Mark, it, it starts with the individual, right? That's where we can start. What? How am I transforming my own life? If everybody in a community did that, the community would be transformed, right? right. So that, that's where it starts. Um, we've also talked about, you know, uh, something common is what unites us together, focusing on the common values, the common language. You said that that brings about culture um, and, and, and unifies us. Uh, is there anything else that you've seen uh, throughout this whole process? And John, you speak into this too, uh, just as we've seen it in Ellis County. Is there anything else that our listeners could could take away and actually start to implement and work on yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Let me let me answer that and then again John Houston is a living model here. He he is the poster child of this, so I do want to hear what he has to say, but um th there's two things that I would say to anybody listening saying, "Okay, what do I do?" Um, one is, is I think you've got to focus on yourself. What are you doing to better yourself, improve yourself, transform yourself? Are you, do you have a plan to be a better spiritual person? Do you have a better plan to be a better relational person? Do you have a better plan? Do you have a plan to be a better business person, a community influencer? What is your plan? The way that started for me personally was by focusing on what I was reading, what I was consuming, the events that I, were go I was going to, and the people that I was allowing to speak into my life. 
Here at Maxwell Leadership, we've created what we call a growth app. And it's on your it's on your smartphone, Android or iPhone, and you can go to Maxwell Leadership Growth App, and it, there's components of it that's free. There's components of it that's for fee when you're ready to take that next step. But I would challenge you get something that will get you focused on bettering yourself from the inside out. Don't try to give what you do not have. It won't work for long. So focus on yourself, and again, the tool that we have is Maxwell Leadership Growth App. Google it. If it helps you, great. If it doesn't, find something. The second thing that I would say is you can go to an organization that John Houston is absolutely a huge part of called Maxwell Leadership Foundation, and all of our content is free because of the generosity of John Houston, Houston Homes Ani, because you work hard and allow John Houston to get a profit, he gives that profit away. And so John and Tracy Houston are huge supporters of what I'm getting ready to say. MaxwellLeadershipFoundation.com. Here's the address, uh, email address. It's quicker. JMLF.org. John Maxwell Leadership Foundation. JMLF.org. All of the values roundtable that we're talking about today is free for you there. We don't, we don't yeah. charge for it because of it. Take advantage of it. That's yeah. that's because of again great partners, Ani, like you and John Houston and your great company, that it's yours. We want you to bring it into your company. We want you to bring it into your community, to your Ellis County, and let us begin yeah. to see impact happen around tables. Yeah, and how crazy yeah. is that? Um, that you give it away. That's one of my favorite things about that is that I, I love that you guys actually give that away because you understand the principles and the value that it's going to add, that it's worth that people are worth that much to you. And it's really what you were saying. You know, if it's not changing who you are and you're not changing the way you live, um, then what is it? It's just training. Right. Well, the reality is you guys are putting into practice what you actually teach. Um, which is really, really powerful. So you also have you also have a for-profit side, though, that we've actually yep. used called uh, Maxwell Leadership. Can you touch base yep. on that and how people could get connected with that, too? Because we saw a lot of value um, in our leaders actually going through some coaching and different stuff like that that you guys have to offer. Yeah, so thank you, John. And much like Houston Family of Businesses, we believe everything that we do, profit and nonprofit, leads to one desired outcome, and that is a deep, tangible transformation in the life of human beings around the world. That is our desired outcome. So whether it's a for-profit initiative that we have or a nonprofit, all of it leads with a desired outcome to see people impacted in their leadership, in their families, in their lives starting on the inside. And so one of the things that we've discovered is when we work with companies like Delta Airlines or Microsoft or State Farm Insurance or smaller family-ran companies like Houston, John Houston Homes, what we have found is the areas of executive coaching, corporate training workshops, and then individual growth plans is a big need inside of companies and organizations around the world that really believe that people are a company's greatest asset. Yeah. 
And so we have provided solutions for corporate application. We've provided solutions for an entrepreneur that wants to become a paid coach, speaker, trainer. We've created solutions for the personal application, like I was talking about earlier, the Maxwell Leadership uh, Growth App. So all of those things are designed on our for-profit side to work in those contexts to make leaders and people more effective in both their, their own personal lives and leadership and in their team orientation and responsibility. So we have a great time. We came in. I, John, I don't know. We may need to pay you because I don't know if we, we, I think we may have came in and learned more than you learned from us because it was just powerful to be a part of your company and, and your focus on people. Well, that's what I love yeah. about the relationship is we're, we're all constantly learning and growing. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the power of it. But it's, it really goes back to even what you said earlier in that you surround yourself with the right people. You're careful right. who you surround yourself with. If you're not surrounded by people that are growing and developing, guess what? You're not going to grow and develop. Um, and that's so right. having that, that's why I love who I'm surrounded with every day, even our own in our own companies, because, dude, if I'm not growing – and I'm not developing and I'm not changing. I'm, I joke on this podcast and say they'll pass me, but it's really not a joke. It's really for real. <laughs> and it puts this challenge in me to go, I got to get up at 530 every day in order to keep up. Now, I understand I'm older than Mark. That's why I don't get up at 430 anymore. <laughs> now I've, I do 530. Um, so time goes fast. But you look better. You look younger than me. Look at you right there with that jacket on. You look you look fly. As my 16-year-old daughter says, John Houston, you look fly today. I told, See, I always wear a T-shirt, so I had to stick this on as you know, so that I could dress up for Ani. So anyway, yes, so we could look more fly. Yeah, so I could I could look <laughs> that's right, better. Yeah, that's right. So anyway, no, but man, you know, and one of the things to think about too on this podcast is one of the things we actually say is is that we want to we want to bring guests on that are going to help add value to other people. That's one of the reasons why Mark, we really wanted you here, um, and why we wanted to share about the foundation and we wanted to share about Maxwell Leadership is because we've seen how much it's added value to us, how much we've yeah, grown we through it, how much our staff has grown through it, but also what you guys are doing around the world and even in the U.S. now, uh, which is so powerful because so many things we didn't even have a chance to touch base on that you guys are doing. And man, honestly, we're just humbled uh, that we get to do this with you. Um, and, uh, man, I really do consider you a great friend, great. You're a great leader. Um, so, you know, we had some great conversation. Uh, well, we, we have great conversation every time we're together. Every time. Um, yeah. but, uh, man, it, it's been a huge blessing. And if, if our listeners leave with one thing today, I hope they realize what a great leader you are, what a great thing that the Maxwell leadership is doing, what Maxwell leadership foundation is doing around the world. Um, and they can participate in that. Uh, they can learn from you guys and grow, but they can also help you further the mission and the vision that God's giving you guys. So, man, that's that's what gets me up out of bed every day is that, man, I got to have purpose. If Without purpose and knowing where I'm going, honestly, then I'm just building houses. I'm just doing mortgages. Honestly, I tell our staff all the time, that doesn't motivate me at all. And the day that happens, I'm going to quit doing it because right. it's just no fun. This is fun and this is exciting. And I just be, I'm blessed to be part of it. Yeah. Yes. 
Well, thank you both so much for just sharing your wisdom today. And, um, you know, just to give some perspective to our listeners too, you know, um, we've talked about this from a small standpoint of it starts with you. Um, but I have seen firsthand going on trips to Guatemala with, yep. with the Maxwell Group, and I've seen firsthand in Ellis County, Texas, um, that though it starts there, it can grow into such an amazing, unifying force in a community pulling people from all different aspects together to start solving problems in the community together. And um, I'm just so thankful that um, both of you were on this call. Uh, Mark, especially you as the guest, thankful nope. that you were here to, to add value to our listeners. And, um, you know, all of our listeners, thank you. Thank you for joining and for listening today. We really hope you've been encouraged and inspired to integrate your faith in a way that transforms your own community. Um, to get a full transcript of today's notes, you can just look at our show notes in the podcast. And um, we would love to see you at meetjohnhouston.com. That's where you can get more information about John Houston and what we do there. Um, it's been great, and we look forward to the next time.